Welcome to Senior Moments with God. I am your host, Gretchen, and I'm so happy you've joined us for today's little podcast. It's a podcast where women share their stories for God's glory. Today we have an unusual story, though. Every time you turn on the news at night and watch what's going on in Israel, you will think about this story. We have a story of a woman who was there when the war broke out. She and her Israeli husband experienced seeing the missiles and hearing the sirens and running for shelter. She has a powerful story and it will give God all the glory. And it will also prepare our hearts as we watch that news. So grab your cup of coffee, open up your Bible, open up your hearts and your minds and prepare to be challenged and to be encouraged by Colleen's story for God's glory. am here this morning with my sweet sister in Christ, right before we are getting ready to go into a Bible study, Colleen. Colleen, I met you for the first time at a conference in October. It was a small conference, a retreat here at our church, but I knew your name because we had been praying for you because you were in Israel when the war broke out and we were praying to get you home. So first of all, thank you for taking your time. Thank you for inviting me. No, uh, what an honor. And um, why don't you just start by telling the listeners a little bit about yourself, okay? Well, I have a very interesting story. One, a life that I didn't have a clue I would live. I was born in Pasadena, Texas, and never left the state of Texas until I was 18. And... Um, I was raised Southern Baptist. My parents took us to church, and I had a wonderful grand, two wonderful grandmothers. But I was especially close to my mother's mother, my nana, and she would take me weekends and teach me. She taught me how to crochet, how to sew, how to cook, how to play the piano. Now my mom did some of those things as well, but. She was just precious. She was precious. She would read Bible stories to me at night when we were in bed, eating cheese and crackers. <laughs> <laughs> and so... This is encouraging. Yes. Any of the ladies listening, yes. the influence of a grandmother on our lives, because yes. I had a grandmother, well, I had two grandmothers, but one of them was extremely influential and quoting Jesus and quoting the Bible to me. And if my brother and I ever got in a fight, she would <laughs> quote the Bible. Yes. So, yeah, that's so ladies, you're hearing it right now. Uh, Colleen's, can I tell you, she's 71 and I'm 70. So here you, here we are still remembering the, the wisdom. Yes, of a, gra- a loving grandmother, a Christian grandmother. Yes. So ladies, you still have influence if you're yes. listening. So I'm sorry, yes, go ahead. That's okay. And um, I met uh, my husband who, I went to Hawaii. I moved to Hawaii and with my two children. Big change from Texas. Big change. 
I was 32, 30, 31, I think, 31, 32. And I was out of a really bad marriage and uh, had to get away. That's another long story, longer than 20 minutes. So I remember standing on, I got a job, I bought a car, got an apartment. And I had prayed and asked the Lord to either open the door or close the door on my trip out there. And within that first week, everything fell into place. So I knew it was the Lord's will that I be there. And um, it was just comforting to be, feel at peace and not look over my shoulder or be afraid. Yeah. And uh, praise God. Yes, I flew in on a Friday got moved into the apartment, put my children in school on a Monday morning, and off we started to our new life. Wow. And I remember praying down in Waikiki Boulevard one day. I was out for lunch, and um, I asked the Lord, I just looked up to heaven, I said, Oh, Lord, I need a good man to help me raise my children. And a minute and to share my life with. Not thinking, you know, okay, I prayed. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how much further along it was in my life. I kind of said, you know, you pray, and later on when the prayer comes true, Mm -hmm. you think back about it. But when I met my husband, who happens to be an Israeli, he's Jewish, and um, he was working at the same company that I was hired to work at. And um, we began dating. And the Lord recalled to my mind, my prayer on the curb (laughs) that day. And it was in front of the hotel where our corporate offices were. Wow. Of course, I didn't know that then. Wow. That was before I started to work there. Oh, my. So that in of itself was just amazing now we were unequally yoked but I had married a Baptist boy and it it was not a good situation so I thought so your husband was not a believer at that Mm -mm. time no and um, but a kind kind man and he had two sons he has two sons and so we are a blended family Mm -hmm. of 30 went on 38 years and um, we have had a, an amazing, amazing relationship, full of love. And uh, 2006, he came to faith in Yeshua. Wow. His Savior, Jesus. Wow. And um, I call him Yeshua because, and you might too after you hear this, Jesus is the Gentile name. Yes. And Christ means Messiah. But the Hebrew word for Jesus is Yeshua. Yeshua. And in is in Hebrew, names mean literally like Isaac. What does it mean? What is the name Laughed. Isaac? Laughter. Laughter. Yes. Okay. So when God told Joseph to name Jesus Yeshua, for he will save his people from their sins. Yeshua in Hebrew means salvation. Wow, that's great. So 
I don't know. He just kind of became Yeshua to me. Because when you learn things like that, it's like, yes. that was so profound. It just kind of, so simple. Yes. God's plan of salvation is so simple. Yes. You know? Yes. And it just, it was, it was so encouraging. I wanted to learn more Hebrew. Uh, but again, there's a lot to go through with that. But uh, we made our home together and we lived in San Diego for 30 years. Um, and then we recently, four years ago, we moved to St. Louis. Our, our granddaughters live here and our grandsons live in Kansas. So you're close. We're close to both. And um, so we go to Israel because he's Israeli. We go to Israel. We try to go every year. It had been three years because of COVID that we had been. And Does he have family there still? Or? Just dear, dear friends. Uh-huh. His The friends that he served in the IDF with. Okay. He served in the Golani Brigade. Oh, my. Okay. In the Golan Heights. Mm-hmm. So we went there with a few of our friends from California, and um, the first week was incredible. Beautiful. We went to the Golan Heights. We went to the Sea of Galilee. In Tiberias, uh, we were sitting there, which is on the Sea of Galilee. We were sitting having coffee. And up from the hills on the right came down these parachutes that are, were motorized, three of them. And we were watching them come down. And they just floated down. They were over the sea and they floated right by us and went on down. I'm sure they landed in, in Gaza now, you know, uh-huh. post-history because they used those wow. to invade Israel that morning. We were we couldn't figure out. We thought they must have they must have opened up a new thing where people can go paragliding. Because no one suspected. No one suspected. Even though, yeah. to me, that's my daughter went to Israel this summer, and she stayed with a family whose daughter is in the military, and she's in the Gaza area yeah. now. And she was at that time. She was serving, and they talked, and they tried to explain that they are always at war as yes. far as they're always it's sadly sadly and that's yeah. that was a real eye-opener for her yeah and yet not ready for this since 1948 actually uh-huh. uh, my husband had just started his uh, military service when the six-day war broke out yeah and then he went back in 73. He was in Hawaii. He flew back for the Yom Kippur War, which was in 73. And they attacked on Yom Kippur. It was the holiest day yes. for the Jewish people. They all they were attacked from all sides that morning. I, I saw the movie Golda. <clears throat> yes. And I, I had to leave because it was so sad. Yeah. I mean, it was, while there was victory, the the massive number of people it wasn't easy it was um it was so oppressive Mm -hmm. and realistic because they had real footage in that my husband said also that that was very real it was right it was true yeah it was the movie it it was shocking to me Mm -hmm. because you study about it yeah but then when you see that so anyway you're there and you see these parachute Supplies just kind of probably talked about in. it, and I wish I, I almost took a picture, uh-huh. but then I I was lazy. I just thought, nah. But there's just you know, I wish I had now. Mm-hmm. But um, 
So the first week of the trip was incredible. Every life was wonderful. Things were at peace. And we went to bed October 6th. Thank you. We just come back from um, the Sea of Galilee. And on the 8th, we were going to do a tour of Jerusalem, and uh, which we didn't get to do. Sadly, that was canceled. But the morning of the 7th, we wake up at 6.30 a.m. in our condo. We were staying in Bat Yam, which is uh, it's Tel Aviv, then Yafo, which is Jaffa, and then Bat Yam, which is just further down. We were on the coast. So we woke up to this that morning. bombs were coming over our condo just over to the water and the iron dome thank god thank yes. god for the iron dome was was hitting them but those big booms were shaking the condo that we were staying in and uh, we both ran to the strong room we all ran to the strong room we were in and out of that strong room until we left <laughs> So is a strong room like a, a, a shelter? What, what is that? In Hebrew, it's called a mamad. And it's, um, they used to have it in the basements, uh -huh. in the older buildings. But in the newer condo buildings, they have one in every condo. Really? And it's built with, con I don't know, it's built with strong like metal kind of thing, or steel, steel or something um, to withstand a hit. Wow. See, and again, we don't... in. In America, we don't understand what it's like to live under constant war, and I cannot yes. imagine the terror you must have felt. No, all of us had incredible peace, really? and that was the that was the Lord, that was Yeshua. We were standing out on the balcony. Maybe it was some <laughs> of it was the Lord, but some of it was just like unbelievable. Unbelief. It's mm -hmm. like really, yeah. we had never been there when. Now, Hamas declared war on Israel, mm -hmm. and this was the night. Well, we woke up that morning, but that went on and on. This was in the evening of the 6th, mm -hmm. and they were, they were, they sent that first day, they sent over 5,000 missiles into Israel. Wow. All over. So, this is a different war. This is a war where they have up, up their game because it's all coming from Iran. Uh -huh. The bigger missiles, the... And they and they had, their intent was to fully destroy Israel. Yeah. If not for God's <laughs> intervention with the Iron Dome, I'm telling you. So you, you uh, then needed to get out of Israel, yes. but how in the world... I, I mean, I know we were praying and there were other people also who had relatives trying to get back and the flights were being canceled. But you said yes. through all this, you still had peace. Yes. Yes. And we were praying and uh, we were playing our music, our, our spirit filled music. And um, 
We went to the airport after uh, United had canceled our flight twice to leave. And the third time we uh, we called them, they said, We're, we'll just refund your money and find your way out. They weren't flying in or out anymore. Wow. And so we sat to prayer and a friend of ours that was with us, she felt the Lord place it on her heart that we needed to go to the airport. Just go there. Wow. So us three girls, uh, we got in the car and we went to the airport and it was packed. Now, the Israeli Airlines, El Al, was still flying in and out. I think their pilots are ex-pilots. You yeah. know? <laughs> They're not yeah. intimidated. Right. But um, we, uh, we found this little airline, uh, Israeli airline, that flies just like, we call them puddle jumpers. You know, they... Yes. They fly to Cyprus, they fly to Athens, and they were just opening up, so they weren't selling tickets that day, but she said, by the time you get back to your condo, go online and you'll be able to book a flight out. So that's exactly what we did. We went back. Um, Thank God my husband spoke fluent Hebrew. He could read it because it was all Hebrew. We were able to book five tickets um, to Athens, and then from there, uh, and this was like the seventh, the eighth, the eighth or ninth is when we booked the flight. Um, we were able to get leave on the 14th, wow. which was incredible because wow. it was short. We flew to Athens at night and the early the next morning we flew out from Athens direct to our respective homes. We flew to St. Louis, which Lufthansa has a nonstop. That's amazing. Because everything usually goes to New York or Chicago or Dallas. Yeah, it was our first time to come and enter the country from, you know, to St. Louis. And I I know how exhausting that had to be, but at the same time, um, just, I, I don't know. I mean, I know you said you had peace, but to me, I would have just jumped to this is it. This is what's been prophesied. We're going to start now this whole, uh, you know, revelation kind of journey. And, and I know people are watching a lot of Christians, especially are thinking about believers in Christ are thinking mm-hmm. about, is this, it's always a powder keg, but is this yeah. now with Turkey being interested? And then the reaction also, the, the anti-Semitic reaction in the United States and around the world um, breaks my heart. This yes. whole, it just breaks my heart. So how, how would you suggest, as we, I look at the news every night, um, do you have any ideas of how we should pray through this? Well, the Lord did, was speaking to my heart throughout this and not verbally but when you're filled with the Holy Spirit the Ruach HaKodesh that's Hebrew for Holy Spirit Yeshua just opens your heart and your mind sometimes and you understand things and he recalled the scripture where he told his disciples 
because they were questioning him going to the cross. And he said, this is what must happen to fulfill the scriptures. Scripture, all scripture about me has to be fulfilled. And it was, it was, that was why he came, was to lay down his life for the sins of the atonement of first for the Jews and also to the Gentiles. And so what I'm finding out as I study scripture, and I've been studying it for all my life when I was taught, but there's a time when you're born again where you, God just pours his word into you and you're devouring it. And I cannot tell everyone who's listening, open God's word, this book, this Bible, the basic instructions before leaving earth. That's funny, but it's not. It is the book of life. It is from the beginning creation to the end. And the Ezekiel 38 war is we're seeing as believers, those who studied the word, we know that Turkey, Russia, Iran, Syria, Lebanon, they're all going to come against Israel. And the names of the cities are different because of ancient times. But if you look back into history, you'll see that those are the, those are the countries. So we wait, watch and pray. And stay faithful, stay in the world. Yes. Don't get afraid. Don't become fearful. That is the most important thing. That's, that is beautiful. Stay alert. That's, and you know, you've been studying Romans as yes. well. We're and, reading again yes. in our spiritual journal at home. And I love Romans uh, 8, what came to my mind, because my heart can go to fear. Mine too. Uh, and I don't, I'm so pleased to hear that you had peace as you struggled through all this, because yes. um, I, I don't know. I, I mean, that has to be from God, because being in the middle of a war or at the beginning of a war and having missiles go off around you, um, I just But I keep just in cannot. mind, keep this in mind. Things come. God gives us what we need at the time we need it. That's we good. don't always have an overflow. When, when the time comes and what we're going through, we draw on that faith and we feel his presence. And that is the moment. We live it. And that's why being a follower of Yeshua, Jesus, is so, it's so different. It's not a religion. Mm-hmm. He is not a religion. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through Him. So it's the relationship that God has opened up a way for us as Gentiles, but first to the Jewish people. He wants to have a relationship, the one that's restored from Adam and Eve that he had, where he walked with them in the cool of the day. Yeah. You know, that was his pre-incarnate Yeshua walking with them. Right. God is spirit, the Son of God. Is the one with legs and a mouth and hands. <laughs> you know? Well, that's the the verse that comes to me, and what you've just just supported in my heart. What I was wanting to read in closing. It says in Romans eight eight thirty eight, who shall separate us from the love of God? No. Nope. Shall tribulation? Nope. Shall distress? 
persecution, famine, <laughs> or sword, nakedness, danger, yeah. as it is written. Yes. For your sake we are being killed all day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. But no, in all these things we are more than, than conquerors, conquerors through him who loved us. us. For yes. I am sure, and here's my favorite part, yes. neither death nor life, yes. nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Yeshua, Christ Jesus. The one whose name means salvation. salvation. Thank you, Colleen, for sharing your story for God's glory. And that's the exciting part. Listen, as Americans, we've never known war, but it's coming. And we need to get into that word and build ourselves up and be strong in his mighty strength because that's where that's where our peace and our joy and our love comes in to withstand what we're going to go through thank you colleen thank you thank Thank you for giving me the opportunity to share oh praise god it's all for all the time that's right all for his glory praise god